We are dedicated to spreading the good news of Jesus Christ through all available means with a sole focus of teaching the word, making it plain, sharing it with love. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I'm a believer and not a doubter. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I'm the head. I'm not the tail. I'm above only. I'm not beneath. I'm blessed and cannot be cursed. I shall live and not die and declare the salvation of the Lord. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. My life is getting better after I've heard and done the word of God. Amen. Amen. Good morning, Faith Temple. I'll be reading the scriptures for today. They'll be coming from the Amplified Version. I'll be reading Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. And it reads, Do not remember the former things or ponder the things of the past. Listen carefully. I'm about to do a new thing. Now it will spring forth. Will you be aware of it? I will even put a road in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. The next verse I'll be reading comes from Ephesians 4, 31 and 32. Again, this is the Amplified Version, and it reads, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor, perpetual animosity, resentment, strife, fault-finding, and slander be put away from you, along with every kind of malice, all spitefulness, verbal abuse, malevolence, be kind and helpful to one another. Tenderhearted, compassion, understanding, forgiving one another, ready and freely, just as God in Christ also forgave you. Amen, amen. Thank you, April. Let's pray. Father, you are great and greatly to be praised. You come, we come to you today with open minds, hearts, spirits, and soul ready to receive, God, what you have for us to learn and to be reminded of. Lord, have your way today. Speak through these lips of clay. Allow us to feel your presence, Lord, and experience you at a higher level. Prepare us, O oh God, for the next level. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Amen. We thank God for... Um, for our reading today, for the word of God that will lead and guide us into all truth. So our subject today is not what you usually hear when people talk about being left behind. Instead, I want to talk about some things that need to be left behind. No doubt in 2021, we've had some situations and experience, made some decisions that in order for us to move forward, they need to be left behind. Amen. So we're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about some of those things and about leaving leaving them behind and the advantages of leaving them behind. So over the past week or so, many of us have received uh, we've received and are made purchases of new items, a lot of which we will use uh, in to aid us in managing our new year or we'll be using them in the new year or whatever, even more so uh, a calendar even. So we get a calendar anticipation of what is to come for the year. Uh, all of us may or may not have an opportunity to use that calendar in its entirety. But if we do, we are preparing for what is to come in that new year. Isaiah 43 and 18, it reminds us of living in God's way, starting fresh and not to be held captive by our past. The words say to forget the former things, uh, things good and bad, 
or what may be what we may call bad. So we don't have to live in the past or be, you know, held back by our past. We want to move forward. We want to move to the next level. And so in doing that, we need to leave some things behind. When we talk about doing a new thing, it doesn't mean we are not continuing to live for God or to desire to do the things that please him, but simply that we have we have got our, our second win and we're ready to move to that next level. A couple of weeks ago when the sermon was delivered to us talking about moving to the next level, I started to think about, you know, what things, what would that look like in my own life? What things I would need to start and what things I would need to stop, even the areas that I need to be more consistent in. So what does this mean that I have to be willing to put in in the work to move to that next level? It means that I have to I have to get in gear. I have to be willing to to do a new thing, uh, walk in in unfamiliar territory. Even it means that the goals that I have set for myself, first of all, need to be uh, confirmed by God. I need to be listening to God. We all need to be listening to Him. So the ultimate goal, the ultimate goal, our ultimate goal is that of reconciliation and of being with God at the end of this life. That we are with God. That is our ultimate goal. And so while we're here. We have to work the work that God has said before us. And we have to do it with the attitude of love and the attitude of, of wanting to help someone else along the way. We have to think about the price that Christ Jesus paid for us and what he did for us. We are imitators of him. And so when we do some things, we need to think about, really think about what would Jesus do? I know it became cliche and they made bracelets and all this kind of stuff about what would Jesus do? But when you stop and you look at your life and some of the choices that you made, some of the things that you do, can you honestly say that this is what Jesus would do? How well are you representing him when you say some of the things you say and when you do some of the things you do? And so we look back just over this past year. We're not going to go way back. We're going to say this past year. We're going to look back at that and what are those things that we need to leave behind? What are the things that needs to get left behind? So God is saying in the scripture that he is already doing something new and now it springs up. It is growing. He says that he will make a way for us out of no way. He will put roads in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. But we have to be willing to travel the roads and to embrace and enjoy the rivers. Even if it doesn't happen like it did at the time before. Remember, this is a new thing. And so we become so accustomed to God doing a thing the way he does it. Because last time he did it this way. And so in order for it to work, he has to do it the exact same way. We are creatures of habit. We are. And so we have to do it the same way every time. And then sometimes even then we forget. Uh, that reminds me of, you know, having passwords. We put in the same password and then we go one time and we can't remember exactly what it was. Did we put a, a, a symbol there? Or did we put a letter? We start to forget. We have to do it the same way, but God is not man. And so he can do it a different way a thousand times and come out with that, that same result because he is God all by himself. And so we love him for being who he is. We love him for, and we trust him to when he's doing a new thing that we can walk in it. I love the song that says, don't do it without me. Well, if you want to be included, you have to be willing to follow God, to be led by him and to trust him. Instead of reflecting on what happened in the uh, back in the day and in the past and 
crying for God to bring back the days when you were totally satisfied and happy. You could take that opportunity to embrace the experience of doing something new. So God, you want to get to the next level in life, but you want to keep doing the same thing that you've always done. So in that stead, you'll only get what you've always gotten. But if you're willing to step out, Peter had to be willing to step out of the boat. He'd never done that before, but he had to be willing to step out with Jesus in focus. He had to step out that boat. Maybe you need to step out the boat. You've been there long enough amongst all those people that you know, and you're comfortable there. And when we get comfortable, sometimes we can be of no use. When we start to get comfortable and we, you know, oh, I know these people and I'm just around these people and they sing a prayer and I sing a song and we we, we go on like this all that we get comfortable right there. But, but what about, you know, stepping out and witnessing to someone that you've never even talked to before that you don't even know? What about speaking up in a crowd, not being afraid to speak up in a crowd and say something about your father? What about saying something about the off joke that someone tries to tell and think that everybody should just laugh at it? Will you stand up then? Will you be a witness for God then? Or are you ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ? I dare not say that someone that's even on this line today would be ashamed of the gospel for what, what God has done, because that's what we have to start thinking about when we're in those situations, what all he did for you, how he laid it all down just for you. So we take that chance when God is doing something new. We take the chance and we ask God to open our eyes to the new thing that he's doing. Remember, in order to, to, uh, in order to go where we've never been, gone before in order to get somewhere we've never been we have to go somewhere that we've never gone before we have to do something that we've never done before we have to step out we have to do what he is calling us to do we want to get closer to him closer than we've ever been before and so where he leads us we have to be willing to follow even if it's unfamiliar territory to us god can take us so many places if we're just willing to follow him but sometimes we stop and we need to know about it and we need to investigate and we have to Google it and we have to see if anybody else has ever done this and how they did it so that we can do it. And rather than just trusting God, rather than just believing in him. So that that he has put in your heart, that that he has told you to step out and do, trust him and step out and do it. Don't be afraid. But trust in the Lord, because if he brought it to your mind, if he said to prepare for this, he is going to give you every tool that you need to accomplish that that he has set before you. So this means letting go of the past. I mean, those things, those those arguments, those misunderstandings, those poor choices and relationships that tend to drain you and steal your peace. All of that stuff needs to get left behind so that you can move forward in Christ Jesus, so that you can become that woman of God, that man of God that he has called you to be, expressing his love and showing all that he is. Because right now we don't see him in the physical form. And so that's you. That's you in the world. That's you walking. That's you talking. That's you touching. That's you praying and singing. That's God. You are showing God in everything that you do. So if you're used to praying and God asks you to sing a melody and you say, oh, but I always pray, I, I don't sing. But you know that God has impressed in your heart to sing a song. So you open your mouth and you let him sing. 
Or if you're used to singing and now he wants you to pray. Or if you're used to doing one thing and he calls you to something else. He needs us to be eclectic in our services for him. So he may call you to do something different because it may call for something different. See, we see things short term. As long term as we think we see, we only see things short term. That's why you'll have someone to say, what is your five-year plan? God has more than a five-year plan for our lives. He knew us before we were ever formed in our mother's womb. He already knew us. So he already had a plan for our life, not for just five years or just 10 years, for our entire life, he already knew. And so we have to believe that and we have to trust him that when things are going in a way that we are unfamiliar with, we are ready to follow him even in that. So we go on to Hebrews 12 and 1 when it says, Wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with uh, so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and sin which doeth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Leave the past in the past. Those things that will be considered weight should be left behind. So when we think about that scripture, we think about those things that, that weigh us down and those things that uh, um, bother us, that we can't even focus on what God has brought us to because we're so busy thinking about something else, usually something that we can't do anything about anyway. But we choose to give time to it, to worry about it, to think about it, to try to figure it out even. But God, but God is able to deliver. God is able to set it straight. He's able to make the crooked way straight in the name of Jesus. And so that's what we have to do. We have to take it to him and we have to peel off those things that are going to weigh us down, that are going to stop us. Sometimes it's attitude. Sometimes it's emotions. Sometimes it's anger, fear, unforgiveness. All those things can weigh you down and keep you from moving to the next level in Christ. Being hurt. It's something that can weigh you down when you start to focus on it. And when you you start, it, it just consumes you. It will stop you from being able to move to the next level. But, you know, we have to put on this big face like, that didn't hurt me. I'm just saying. But now in your saying, you're saying that I was hurt by what was done. And now, and, and I don't feel like anybody is hearing me and I need to be heard. And so then the hurt takes over and consumes you. And that's all you hear all the time. That's all you think about. And so we have to get past that. We have to know that God will do what he says he will do. And if we just trust in him, turn it over to him and let him work it out, everything will be all right. And so we leave that in the past and we move on. And it may not always be that someone said something to you. You may have said something to someone. And so you have to ask for forgiveness. And so that's when we, we move on and we say in Ephesians 31 and 32, where it says, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor, perpetual animosity, resentment, strife, fault finding and slander, be put away from you. Let not that be found with you. Don't let it be among the things that people say when they describe you. None of those things should come to mind. None of those things should come up in the adjectives that describe who you are. 
None of those things. He said, put it away from you. If it have in the past, let it be in the past. It says, along with every kind of malice and all spitefulness, verbal abuse, malviolence, none of those things should be found in, con in connection with you. 32 says, be kind and helpful to one another, tenderhearted, compassionate, understanding, forgiving one another, readily, freely, just as God in Christ also forgave you. We say it all the time, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And so you're showing that same grace, that same mercy. That's what you want to show others. That's what the thing that can hold people back the most is not being forgiving one to another, wanting to hold on to something. Yes, people look at your past and they hold you to it, but have you ever held someone to their past? Even though they've tried to make a change, you're still holding them to what they used to do. Yet you say, Father, forgive me. I want to make a new. I'm ready to start over. I'm ready to leave some things behind. So as you allow people to leave things behind, you will also be allowed to leave some things behind and start brand new. So when we meet again in person, it'll be a whole new year. So I pray God that all of these things, if any of these things were among the things that described you, that it would be left behind. So remember, we want to leave some things behind. So the scripture can be found focused on forgiveness. So that's what it seems to be be uh, uh, centered around is forgiveness. So let's talk about it. It starts with Paul naming things that are opposite of forgiveness. It speaks to us about, uh, for, about bitterness, about rage, anger, and shouting and slander. It says to put it away from you. All things that were named usually come when someone has been hurt. If the hurt is allowed to overtake you and become your main focus, it can create a gnawing resentment or even an internal rage that comes out in destructive behavior and destructive speech. These things can consume us and destroy our relationships. Remember, we are still on a journey to going to the next level. And all we want to do is please God. Uh, when all these things, even the hurt, get in the way, they need to be all left behind. If not, they can poison your soul even. Just, just because you've been hurt does not give you permission to begin talking about the other person or being slanderous, lying on them, or deliberately putting them down and undermining them. These are the things that we must pray about. We must move ahead. We must move forward. They can destroy your life and the lives of others. And so we find ourselves in a position where we have a choice. We always have a choice. I hear people sometimes say, but I didn't have a choice. Oh, yes, you have a choice. You always have a choice. Now, you may not like the, the consequences of that choice, but you always have a choice. You always have a choice. And so to say, I hear in the, the news, them talking about being pro-choice when it comes to abortion. They always talk about pro-choice, about life. But God has given us choice. He's pro-choice. Have your choice. But be ready to deal with the consequences that goes along with that choice. See, we're, we're easy to make 
those decisions or we can we can quickly judge up somebody or tell something about somebody. they said that because this this that and the other without knowing anything about it without asking the question without having a conversation we can judge up somebody and know all about them know why they did what they did why they said what they said because it looked like this to you but on the other hand when we're done like that we have a problem with it we can understand how it's not fair or how, how it shouldn't have been that way. But you had a choice to make. And so God gave it to you. And he even told you what to choose when he's talking about choosing life. He said, choose life. Choose life. So when you choose life, you choose not to be bitter. You choose not to be enraged. You choose not to allow anger to harbor in your heart. That's the choices that you make. So we have that choice every day that we get up. We have the choice to make on what we're going to do, how we're going to please God, if we're going to please God, if we're going to pray. So many mornings we're on the prayer line praying for those that are online and those that chose not to be online for whatever reason. But we all have choices to make. And so today we're encouraged to make that choice that's going to help us move to the next level. Because that's what it's about, growing in God. In order to grow in God, we have to leave some stuff behind. So we would think it crazy if a seven-year-old is still trying to wear a nine-month-old baby shoe. We would tell him, you can't do that. You have to let that go. You've grown bigger than that now. So as we grow bigger, some of the things that used to bother, that we used to allow, let me say that, we used to allow to bother us, we should be a grown bigger than that by now. And so as we travel on this journey, we know that we have to leave some things behind. So we know that what we're going to call a seasoned Christian. And all that is is that somebody that has a testimony. Somebody that has some experience in trusting in God. Somebody that has some experience in having people talk about them and hug them at the same time. Somebody that has experience in somebody hugging them and stabbing them in their back. Somebody that has experience with trusting God for even the next step. Trusting God for the next bill to be paid or trusting God for the, for the energy to even get up and do what they need to do. That's all it is. And that's where we're headed toward. Trusting God that we will be able to speak a word that's going to touch the heart of people. Not sound pretty and all the words are all lavished and all, but something that's going to quicken the man's spirit that he's going to want to get up and run for Christ Jesus. That's what we're aiming for. So we know that in that, in trying to get to that step, trying to get to that level in Christ, there are some things that we must leave behind. So whether you're the person that is forgiving or the person that needs forgiving, the person asking or the person receiving. Remember, I remember hearing uh, Sister Anita say one time about all feelings are valid. Your feelings are valid. So even though someone hurt you and you go to them, that doesn't mean that and you forgive them. That doesn't mean that what they did was okay. It means that you just set yourself free. It means that you just open the door that a door has been opened for you to walk on in. It means that you're moving up to the next level, learning how to forgive those. And we say it all the time, forgiving those that misuse you. 
spitefully use you, talk about you, slander your name, and let you show the love of Christ. Have we grown that much, church? Have we gotten to that point? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? If not, we need to be working on getting there. And we can't go around saying, oh, I'm not there yet. That's not an excuse. In 2022, that's not an excuse for saying that you're not doing what God has called you to do, that you're not there yet. Why aren't you there? That's my question. Why aren't you there? We need to be working on getting there. It's time out for using excuses about not doing what God is calling us to do. God is doing a new thing. And if you want to be a part of it, you got to step up and step out. And you got to leave some things behind you. So have the conversation. If someone has done something that you don't like or that has hurt your feelings or, or, or offended you in some time, have the conversation. But whatever you do, do something. Don't sit there and harbor all that inside. We have to walk in victory every day. Every day you get up, it's a possibility to walk in victory. So take that opportunity. Don't lay back. Don't back off. We want to come for God strong, just like he came for us strong. Jesus laid, laid it all down on the line for us. He laid it all down, down to his life, letting people spit in his face. How many of you would let somebody spit in their face? How many of us? How many of us? Think about it. But we're going strong for Christ Jesus on today. Moving forward, those things that, that won't cause us to get closer to him, we're leaving it behind. We're leaving it all behind. So forgiveness is so much of this scripture that I found. It's so much of it. It becomes a, uh, you become a new person in Christ when we're talking about being something new. Paul says, become kind to one another, compassionate, forgiving one another. In Christ, God has made us a new person. He has given us a new life to live. Living that life involves being renewed. It means becoming more and more what God has made us to be. Here, Paul describes two attitudes about belonging to the new life, which is kindness and compassion. So when we think about it, having kindness and compassion to someone, it doesn't come along with the, with the instructions of, if they are kind to you, then you be kind to them. If they show you compassion, then you show them compassion because Jesus Christ showed kindness and compassion without us even thinking about him. Before we even knew him, he showed us kindness and compassion. Before we even thought about praying a prayer, he showed us kindness and compassion. Before we even thought about dotting a, a, a church door, he showed us kindness and compassion. And even now, Sometimes when we allow flesh to take over, when we allow uh, giving somebody a piece of our mind, when we choose, when we make that choice, I'm going to say this. He still shows us kindness and compassion. He is so faithful to us. How dare we get to a point that we sick and tired of this person and they done did this long enough and we going to tell them this because they can't do us that. Step back, step back and take a look as what's, what's really going on because the devil truly is rejoicing in it. Oh yeah, stir up that confusion. Go ahead, go ahead. We lend ourselves to the devil so many times to allow him to do what he will. Yes, we say we give ourselves to God for him to do what he will, but sometimes 
We do that. We Oh, I'm going to go ahead and say this then. I'm going to do that. And so that's not what God has called us to. That's not what he has called us to. And I'm not saying that we aren't in this flesh. And sometimes we get, we get weary. But when we're weary, when we're weak, God is strong. But we have to become accustomed to calling on him when we're weak. But instead, we allow flesh to take over. We do. And we say what we want to say and do what we want to do. Those ways need to be left behind. Going to the next level, we got to have a clear mind. We got to have a sober mind that we can work for Christ Jesus. And through his death and resurrection, we have life and salvation. We have freedom and the riches of God's grace and the, and the abundance. We have it all through Christ Jesus. While we might feel weak sometimes ourselves, we are strong in Christ, which enables us to be kind to others. We can't do it on our own, not of our own recognizance. We can't do it. So when we're feeling weak, that's when we have to call on God. And that means we can forgive other people. We can walk arm in arm with them in the, in the army of Christ. We can walk arm in arm. We can forgive. We can show kindness and mercy to those that may not show it to us. We can do this. We can show kindness through strength. It takes more strength to forgive and move, truly forgive and move on. Not just stop talking about it. Not just back up and say, okay, I'm done with that. That's not forgiveness. That's not forgiveness comes with an attitude, an attitude of forgiveness. And it looks different when someone really forgives as opposed to just, I'm done with that. I'm done with that means I don't want to talk about it no more. I don't want to see that person no more. I'm just done. You're repulsed by it and you don't want anything. Forgiveness means I understand that was a misunderstanding, but we got it straight now. Let's move on in Jesus name. It takes two parts, two of us to come together, but it takes one person to forgive. It takes one person to forgive and you can be that person. You can be that person and you can walk on in Jesus name. You can show that kindness that God has shown you. You can show that forgiveness that God has shown you. So imagine what your life would be like without focusing on your past and without ever having that hurt or that misunderstanding that you've encountered. What if that had not happened? God wants to forgive us and give us a fresh start and a new beginning and what a great time for you to take advantage of that at the beginning of a brand new year. Not saying that you have to wait until the new year to start, but it's a new year coming to us. And so we can start fresh, not making uh, resolutions and all that stuff. And that's why I say we can start today with this. This is not something that we have to wait on J1 to start. We can start right now. We can start right now having forgiveness, true forgiveness in our heart. We can start right now with this, letting all bitterness and, and, and anger and slander, letting all that go. We can start today. We don't have to wait. We can start today doing these things. And I encourage us to let those negative things and those bad choices that you made in 2021, let it get left behind. Let it stay there and let's start new, a fresh new start, a fresh new start for God giving him all praise and honor and showing his love, showing all the love that he has, showing our patience and kindness that he's shown us. And so we thank God for today. 
That is the word that I have for you today. That is the word that God has given me to give today. And I pray that you would touch. I pray that your, your heart and your soul were blessed on today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank <laughs> you.